but really how can you focus on developing the career of your team members as well i think a good leader actually mentors people to grow into their position right as a leader you don't think oh you know what if my uh, team member uh, knows more than me then uh, i may become redundant i i don't think Hello guys welcome back to another mind blowing episode of the Jay Thakkar show we have today miss maya venkatesh head of affinity answers for asia pacific and is multifaceted leader she has experience of leadership for more than 25 years as she had done various leadership roles she has handled india's operation on premier mncs such as symphony services fords and many more she also mentors women to grow into leadership through her association with jobs for her and she is currently heading the apac operations for affinity answers and is also responsible for business development of these growth in market so i'm really honored to have you on the show ma'am thank you so much jay uh, for that lovely introduction and uh, it's a pleasure to be on your show thank you so much ma'am thank you so much so sweet of you uh so ma'am please uh tell us about your whole journey of life from leading to companies like ford and now coming to apac how has that journey been for you uh yeah it's i mean uh, it's been a long journey uh you know close to 25 years plus that i've been working um started off as a you know cost accountant uh, managing financial uh, operations have worked in a diverse range of domains um, you know got into my software development uh, you know career i would say started with symphony services prior to that i worked with ford motor company accenture um, you know heading uh, operations uh, for um, you know customer service uh, financial accounting um, you know travel and expense businesses uh, with my me joining symphony services i really you know started uh, learning more about technology uh, and you know how technology can really enhance uh, your work and uh, of course you know uh, it being a growing space uh, it paved the way for me to you know become really uh, you know somebody handling multiple uh, things uh, and getting into leadership positions uh, doing business unit management uh, across uh, you know three business units uh, i did um, you know also head uh, the india operations for a nasdaq listed company called tango and uh, then uh, you know uh, progressed along the way and uh, joined affinity answers uh, affinity answers uh, you know is a data solutions and services company that standardizes and oper- operationalizes diverse data sets and these data sets really capture human behavior so i have been with affinity answers for 3 years now uh, i handle uh, you know the apac operations uh, i am the managing director i am as well on their board of directors for india as well and um, uh, it's been a great journey again a new space marketing and advertising 
uh, and catering to that space with our programmatic solutions. Uh, so that's uh, really you know a summary of my journey uh, and uh, leadership career and um, yeah looking to you know constantly learn more and uh, also um, you know assist uh, other women who aspire to grow into leadership roles. Uh, why only women? I mean, I'm sure you know a lot of uh, youngsters like you as well, uh, who are you know obviously doing a great job at this age, and I'm sure will scale great heights. Sure, ma'am. Sure. So uh, before jumping into uh, jumping into the major questions, um, like recently, just just before recording this session, um, I took a session on leadership only. uh on 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 an application called scenes by avalon where we do live sessions with uh with people so there there i did uh there i did a session on leadership and uh, i would just to i would just like to get your opinion on uh, exact leadership because um i feel you being experienced for more than 25 years in uh and and leading millions and millions of people uh so i think uh, your your suggestion on those points would be much more valuable for me uh so these these points which i um, i address to people were firstly is that whatever work the leader might be doing but the basic essence for the leader is to add value let it be to the people who that person is leading and also to the company he or she is working for it is not only limited to the people he or she is leading it is also to the upper hierarchy of the company for which he or she is working so leader adds value to the whole vertical uh, from from their position so that's the one point and uh, another point is that leader has the quality of listening listening and taking feedback and it is majorly because for example if a leader inputted the value of let's say 2000 rupees to the person now leader also needs to understand that the person whom i am giving the value of rupees 2000 is that person perceiving it that pink paper as rupees 2000 or just is or just taking it as a uh, pink paper and uh, vanishing so for that feedback and to understand that that the other person have actually taken the value and implemented it the leader also uh, should be having the quality of listening because whatever problem the person or the uh, organization or the community of people is facing is majorly of uh, is majorly the when when they say the problem the the actual problem comes at the end of it so leader has to listen the whole thing to understand what exact problem they are trying to say uh, and the other part uh, is that he or she should he or she should be capable enough uh, in terms of providing good solution and he or she should not be leveraging he or um, he or she should not be leveraging that okay i have these people so these people will say on what i uh, this people will work on what i say so i'll take leverage on them either the leader should be creating opportunities rather than running behind the opportunities like uh, i got this question from one of my friend that you know leader hai to unko to bada stage chahiye na for more people and i said to him that leader don't run behind opportunities they create opportunities by providing value leader kabhi ye nahi bolega ki mujhe 1 million people la ke do ya ek bada stage la ke do taki main aapko value add kar paun 
लीडर आपको इतनी वैल्यू देगा या देंगी ताकि आप हजार लोगों को गैदर कर लो और उनके लिए एक स्टेज बनाओ कि आपने मुझे अच्छी वैल्यू दी अब इनको भी वैल्यू दो सो लाइक आई वॉन्ट टू टेक योर योर एडवाइस yeah absolutely so uh, you know what i believe in you know think like a leader and you will become one okay and that's what i encourage in my teams okay i've managed yes like you said i've managed large teams uh, you know up to 500 600 people uh, i have also managed small teams like right now affinity answers we are obviously a smaller team we are you know of completely niche data engineers right so you know there are people in customer service i've managed there are people in you know operations payables uh, data science r&d teams i think you really need to understand you know how your team works what is it that motivates them right so it's not about okay you know i'm paying you this salary uh, and so you need to you know give your output for that i don't think in today's modern world it really works like that right there is really no Uh, bureaucracy uh, which you see uh, at least you know uh, because of the mnc culture as well coming in right so uh, i think leaders uh, you know should grow with the team so it's not like you know we look for a podium so right now you know i am on a podium right i'm talking to you but this is more to kind of share about what uh, you know we do as a team right so rather portraying uh, the good work that my team does and services uh, you know various uh, clients so definitely uh, it's not about you know just uh, handing over uh, like you said a pink uh, paper of um, you know okay I, this is what i'm paying you and this is the value you need to bring but really how can you focus on developing the career of your team members as well i think a good leader actually mentors people to grow into their position right as a leader you don't think oh you know what if my uh, team member uh, knows more than me then uh, i may become redundant i i don't think so i think as a leader and uh, you're constantly learning right there are a lot of things uh, you know that uh, i learn from my team members as well when i joined affinity answers i had absolutely no clue on the marketing and advertising domain right my initial 6 months was learning you know from uh, my team uh, around me and uh, when uh, you know like you said listening is very very important right only if you listen you can provide that empathy uh, which uh, an employee wants your team member wants right so it need not always be only about work uh, a lot of the time uh, you know um, you kind of sense uh, that your uh, team member is probably troubled going through uh, you know maybe you know some troubled situation how do you really be intuitive and understand that uh, how do you you know really help them also to go grow through that phase right i mean there are several young moms who come to work uh, you know uh, obviously they feel upset about leaving their baby uh, you know they come and tell you you know what i'm like really torn between should i you know continue working or am i really doing justice so what is the right uh, you know um, uh, advice or rather i don't think it's a solution because solution is something which every person evolves on their own 
you only give them a path towards a solution uh, the other thing i think is important for people to grow in their career is that if you're going to your manager with a problem right i always tell my uh, leads and managers when you coming uh, with a problem think through it and also propose solutions right so then when the solution becomes an inclusive one where uh, they are also participating then it is not about oh you know what my leader just gives me uh, directions and i follow them right but you are part of the solution right so i think these are very important characteristics that uh, will help you grow into leadership positions always be open to learning uh, be empathetic towards uh, your team uh, be assertive where it's needed right because at the end of it you have to run a business right and True. every employee understands that that okay you know we are running a business we are doing this for revenue and all of our goals should be common i mean we are working towards a common goal so i think yeah that's uh, my view on uh, this uh jay true true absolutely beautiful and uh, you know talking about the solution and uh, direction thing uh majorly because i am doing problem solving on different platforms as well so generally people come to me and they say that uh, you know give me a pinpoint solution and i'm like i cannot always give you a pinpoint solution is because that i don't have the experiences you have i don't know the kind of atmosphere you live in and i don't know your perception i can only get from whatever you say and how you describe your problem and from that input i have to provide you solution so what can i help you with i can help you with um like i'll i'll give a little bit context of let's say google map so i can help you with on how to get more clarity to see your destination i can help you with how to see yourself and how to uh, uh grasp your own location where you are standing in and then i can also help you with which direction to go in rest you can uh, ask world for the direction of road either you can create your own road that road and path is completely dependent on you and it will be it will be as unique as your own experiences because no one else knows how you perceive your experiences so on basis of that i can provide you with these much data where you at least know i have to go west east or north and rest i think you are capable enough to make your own path or ask the world for for the path which they have already made for you absolutely so you know what um, as you said this i was thinking you know 30 years back rather i think 35 years back when i graduated right uh, at that time uh, it was primarily people would go into you know science uh, or arts i mean the excellent students would go for engineering or medical and uh, everybody else you know would go for arts i was a very good student at school i mean i was uh, i've always been a topper in my academics right and uh, you know what but i never liked science i was like okay because i don't like science should i go into arts and there was this stream called commerce which you know people 
who did not do at all well right who were like the bottom uh, <laughs> ones in class or you know who were like uh, or typically the people who had family businesses that they said okay you know what become kar lenge and chalo dukan pe baith jayenge or something like that right and that really interested me i said you know what i like numbers i don't like science i like maths okay mm-hmm. and i i you know did very well in economics i had that you know as a, a you know what additional subject in school so i said why not commerce and when i told this to my parents right their initial reaction of course oh why do you want to take commerce i mean you've scored so high in your uh, you know 10th uh, results and uh, why would you want to do that so i actually said no i think that this is the right path that i want to choose okay and i was you know a batch used to have about 220 students there were 219 boys and one girl that was me okay because girls never chose commerce at that time and uh, they would be like oh my god you know how how will you even go to call and that time it was in college plus two was not in school right but my parents had the confidence in me that i would choose what is right or rather they allowed me to choose what i wanted to do right so like you said it's you have to choose your path today mm-hmm. i chose commerce and as i look back after 30 years i think i've had a great career right and maybe as good as my friends who chose science um, who did engineering or medical right or sometimes even better so yeah definitely people can provide direction right when you're young your parents provide you direction as you get into a career you look at mentors within uh, your organization you look at peers right you always find people who will uh, you know share with you what their thoughts are you get influenced uh, by them as well in a right in a positive manner right but at the end of it the decision is yours right hmm. now like i said google map will show you the direction will show you how much time it will take but for you to plan how you're going to get there is something that you have to draw a road map for yourself hmm. and if you draw that road map early enough in life you know there will be uh, you know success let me tell you along the road you will find people who will you know propel you towards that success so over these 30 years yeah even i have had you know mentors i have had good managers whom i have worked with who have really helped uh, you know propel my success right so yeah definitely what you are doing is right you are providing the directions you are providing guidelines right but ultimately the road map has to be drawn by the individual themselves that is when there will even be a belief in it if somebody is giving yeah. me a solution say jay tells me that you know what this is how you should speak on my show right that's just a guideline but at the end of it what i speak is what i decide right and i want to speak uh what uh you know uh, which is relevant to the topic so i have to you know uh, plan it i have to you know decide what it is so similarly you can provide direction you can provide guidance but the ultimate solution is something which the individual decides only then they will believe in that uh, decision they will believe in that path they will also strive towards 
achieving something on that path True, true. Hope 100%. that answers. Hundred percent, ma'am. Hundred percent. So, um, coming to the roadmap of uh, Affinity. So, tell us about uh, Affinity. On, uh, like you said, you are a core team of uh, digital marketing experts. So, like, how do you understand the digital space, the social media space? Absolutely. So Affinity answers, right? We've been in existence for 10 plus years, a completely bootstrapped company, started off in North America, you know, evolved into the European markets, and now in APAC for the last three years, right? So we are a real global company. What we believe is that behavior is the mirror in which everyone shows their true image. Okay, and that's what we study we really study human behavior we look to source and combine data sets that capture human behavior to help marketers understand human behavior track their customers and also target them effectively uh, our clients are across you know a range of industries we work with brands as well as agencies um we really how do we help these marketers we answer human questions and we help the brand grow okay. now you said you know what is our roadmap okay so yeah. we are a pretty large uh, you know uh, data provider in the us and in uh, europe we have really established our presence in the apac region in the last 3 years we work with major clients like you know, major agencies like uh, you know, Denzu, uh, we work with um, you know iProspect, we work with um, you know PhD Media uh, brands like HSBC, uh, you know I'm you know Kohler, a sanitaryware brand. So we really have a great clientele, and how do we really you know have this great clientele? Because obviously you know our solution is really unique so in terms of offerings if i talk about what are you know affinity answers offerings we have four offerings uh, affinity on track which is more like you know understanding uh, the preferences of your customers being able to you know track their behavior and accordingly help uh, marketers take decisions regarding them you know in case you know, for example you take a restaurant and they want to launch a new item on their menu, right? How receptive will the people visiting that restaurant really be to this new dish? Is it going to be really, you know, the young millennials who are going to be attracted towards that dish? Or is it going to sell more among probably, you know, the older folks, right? So that's on track for you. Affinity target. Again, we are the largest social data provider uh, who provide social engagement based audiences that help marketers to target very effectively. I mean, get very high relevance without compromising on their reach. The third is affinity enrich, uh, especially today, you know, with the cookie-less world coming up, a lot of uh, brands uh, are looking to see how they can use their first party data better, right? 
So how can I, you know, first party data has suddenly acquired a lot of importance. So affinity enrich helps to really uh, supercharge your first party data. We can add multiple attributes on lifestyle and brand attributes to your first party data so that, you know, you could uh, deliver better personalization to your uh, target audience and target with more relevance. The fourth and the last is Affinity Intersect. This is again, I mean, this is a data-led insights tool uh, that we have, uh, which, you know, we believe delivers real world-class business value uh, in the real world to marketers. So this is, uh, these uh, are really our offerings uh, in terms of audiences, uh, you know, we believe that our audiences are really very niche and granular and really help marketers to target their, uh, you know, as per their campaign criteria, right? While you do have a lot of audience uh, providers out there which are primarily based on demographics, as I said, we focus on human behavior. So we do not need any personal information. We do not track any PII data, uh, but we are able to, you know, identify your next new buyer. We are able to predict very effectively future purchase intent for brands as well as agencies which are running campaigns for, you know, all the brands out there. Uh, so that's about our offerings um, in a nutshell. Brilliant, ma'am. Brilliant. Um, so uh, coming to coming to like how uh, how you track data, how you understand the market. Um, like I want to know your personal idea because you have uh, you are heading this this beautiful company. Uh, so, like, what's your idea on the current content consumption by uh, by people? Like, you can you can generalize uh, across all all formats if you want. Uh, but how how this content consumption is working currently uh, from from whatever you've observed? Yeah, of course. You know what today? You know, almost four billion users worldwide are on social media platforms. If you see YouTube has really grown in terms of audience interest, you have platforms like TikTok, Spotify, you know, again, frequented by uh, probably the younger age group, right? Facebook, Instagram continue to be platforms where, you know, old and young alike engage, right? You initially joined Facebook. I remember I joined it to kind of find your old friends, right? But today it has evolved into yeah. a lot, lot more, right? You, you know, are targeted even on social media for, you know, based on the interests that you have. Similarly, Twitter, if you see, that's again a platform where, you know, people really express their views on a whole lot of subjects. So, if you see from Affinity Answers, we are actually the only social data provider that provides access to engagement data from Twitter, Facebook, uh, Reddit, and Instagram. Okay, how does this really help? Right now, there are, there were days when you know you do the traditional marketing, uh, you know you do the 
spray and pray as it was called okay show the ad to everyone if there are a few people who convert or you know more people who convert obviously that defines the success of the campaign today it's a lot different you know, especially with you know covid and stuff you see more and more people uh, on uh, online right? on yeah. digital platforms so programmatic has become very very key. programmatic media buying trends are really increasing you know globally and even marketers are today uh, you know increasing the budget that they allocate for programmatic versus your know, normal uh, you know uh, traditional marketing methods right if you connected tv you know mobile uh, all this uh, is becoming very very predominant but then again what do you see even on social media the attention span of people is very you know it's decreasing right? true, true. so earlier where you know you would watch an ad on tv you know and really remember it uh, and have a lot of recall value about it right and yeah. all of us still remember the cadbury ad um, yeah. from yesteryears where you know a lady runs on to the field you know when the cricketer scores um right today that ad has been redone i'm sure you must have seen the latest one where yeah. you know the female and male have been uh, interspersed but just imagine the recall value that ad had right mm. today the attention span of people is definitely decreasing right and so people are looking for more snackable content so if you see facebook stories instagram stories um you know are becoming more uh, important uh, video ads right video form yeah. uh, ad what really people like the youngster population of course are all on you know tiktok and spotify and so on maybe yes definitely you know the 45 plus category still look at newspaper and tv advertisements but that's how you know social media trends and consumption is definitely increasing a lot so i think as a, a data provider we are fully geared up for this uh, you know boom we are seeing on social media because you know uh, just because of you know the massive data that we have uh, we track close to 250 million plus Uh, people across social media platforms uh, and about 50000 to 60000 brands and entities that they engage with so that's like massive for us to really understand human behavior right and see how that can help marketers do more effective uh, marketing and advertising and get a better return on their ad spend Uh, similarly i think in social media you know uh, even the kpis uh, marketers are really evaluating reevaluating their success kpis as well right? it's all about you know uh, how many people visited your website after seeing your ad how many actually converted right again influencer marketing very big thing now. yeah it's it's so, been like uh, yeah 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 sorry yeah Uh, so uh, yeah that's what i was saying that you know really uh, social media has got a boost 
and uh, i think it has helped marketers a lot as well true 100% i'm like i've i've been uh, i've been able to hear that in india the influencer marketing is like currently it's around 900 crore rupees the the influencer marketing market and now it is expecting to like grow till 2200 2500 by uh, in upcoming 3 to 4 years and uh, also like the the biggest change have have come after the the pandemic began after the lockdown began in 2020 so um, from a digital marketing perspective how has this covid impacted you like first because when we say 250 million uh, was like almost 100% people and now 250 million uh, is also like okay now uh, 250 million is still big but then it's like also more 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 because more and more people are uh, joining and more and more people are coming in so um, how has it been for you uh, in terms of uh, providing data in terms of getting data in terms of tracking people and understanding the market and how has market changed yeah so uh, you know covid obviously uh, has caught, caught all of us unawares initially in terms of collecting data i think we benefited right because mm. more and more people moved online you started watching online content you are following you know ott streaming platforms uh, you're not able to go out right so yeah. you know you explore many other platforms where you could uh, you know get uh, information in fact even newspapers you started reading online right mm. so everything was going digital is that an opportunity for us? Yes, definitely, right? Because we are in the space of digital marketing specific to programmatic, right? So in terms of collection of data or, you know, understanding human behavior, we were able to gather more information, you know, get more uh, insights into people engagement because everyone was on these social media platforms. In that way, it definitely benefited us. Initial reaction, right, when COVID just struck and the initial, I think, six months, uh, it was a shift even for marketers, right? They mm -hmm. now saw that, uh, I mean, nobody's going out. So, you're, uh, you know, there are no conferences happening. Everything is virtual, right? So, yeah. really, you know, having a billboard ad, will it help? not much right because sure. people have to be out to be really looking at that advertisement nobody is you know visiting malls or nobody is visiting restaurants where uh, you know you have promotions happening and stuff like that right true even for ad shoots i mean we had a client who was you know we were just going to provision an audience for their campaign and he came back saying hey you know what i'm not able to do the shoot with mm. the actors because uh, it's a lockdown, right? So initially, we did see a drop in campaign spend, in media spend um, from marketers and advertisers. Everyone was being cautious, right? Even brands were like, okay, you know, we really need to tread cautiously because nobody understood what's happening. Over a period, as people saw that, you know, e-commerce was booming, uh, everything you could buy online, 
people mm. i mean including me i i you know love actually going to a shop and physically seeing things and buying but now for the last 2 years i do all my buying online be it you know my groceries be it my clothes uh, be it gadgets whatever right so you really saw that boom in terms of uh, digital and then marketers you know uh, realized that okay you know what while they were doing a lot of digital marketing search advertising seo and stuff but how can i do more and more on these online platforms especially and if you want to use multiple platforms and still get a good return on your marketing spend programmatic is the way for you and that's where we then saw that you know if you look at predictive statistics for 2021 in the apac market the spend on programmatic is expected to grow exponentially right so it's just the right place to be in um you know so it's been advantages for us both ways in terms of collecting data because we you know our entire uh, offerings are based on social engagement behavior that we study of people so if you have more people so obviously your population that you are looking at is larger right so we had a benefit there as well as uh, today as uh, marketers realize the importance of digital marketing uh, you know getting more personalization for uh, their audience there again it's benefiting us because more people are moving towards programmatic digital marketing mm. true true 100% so uh, like coming to uh, how how you've been uh, managing managing the whole structure uh, like i i'm i just want to know that uh because there there has been a big boom in uh in any in, in even uh, people coming up and creating content uh and and feeling this trend and you have been uh, managing the whole team to lead that uh how have you seen the shifts in trends like not just limiting it to the the instagram where majorly young people are there but also uh, shift in trends overall across the internet uh like how do you identify that okay this is the current trend going and then we can predict that okay the next trend uh, of uh, of content consumption of engagement is going to be in xyz uh, kind of content or xyz kind of uh, category how how do you predict and how do you uh, assume that okay so uh, one is that you know in terms of content consumption because you know that's something which i think a media agency really focuses on right because they do the entire life cycle of advertising from identifying you know what is going to be their campaign all about designing the content for it you know uh, understanding where i need to publish uh, my ads and what is going to give me better return on my spend so we really don't do any content because we really you know only provide the audiences for you to target or we you know provide uh, insights into human behavior right uh, but in terms of you know how across social 
uh, content has evolved. Like I said, you know, attention spans have decreased. Um, so people really, you know, want to look at more of, you know, pictorial and video-based content. Okay. Similarly, when people uh, are on social, right, we collect literally real-time engagement uh, that people do with certain brands. Uh, you know, media and entertainment properties, celebrities, right? And what do we do with this data? We are not actually selling social data. We are using that data to understand behavior patterns, which is a learning which is done by our in-house patented model. We have a machine learning model called True Affinity, right? So the engagement behavior that we, you know, kind of track and collect right uh, all privacy compliant uh, data right we are gdpr and ccpa compliant as well as uh, we were recently certified by neutronian uh, on our data quality transparency and uh, collection methodology so once we collect this engagement data uh, it is really like a training database for our model and the true affinity model works pretty much like a Netflix, you know, or an Amazon. It's a recommender engine where, you know, you watch a movie and then, uh, you know, it, Netflix prompts you, right? More movies in the same genre or, uh, you know, of the same actor and so on. Uh, so that's like a simple example I gave, but really the true affinity model has the capability to be applied to any data set and identify act alike audiences from it. So that's how we put to use the social engagement data that we collect and how it then helps our model to find, you know, to really predict future purchase intent as well as, uh, you know, um, how can uh, brands maybe conquer their competitors Okay, there may be who are the fence sitters who, if targeted in the right manner, can really switch over to your brand. And how can you also effectively use your sponsorships? But because we also follow people's engagement with a lot of celebrities and influencers, that also gives marketers insights into how they can really, you know, um, amplify the power of their sponsorships, the celebrities that they are using. Uh, you know, is it the right celebrity that I'm using to sponsor my product and so on. So that's really how, you know, we utilize social engagement data and human behavioral patterns to identify uh, audiences who behave in the same manner. And then they become, uh, you know, your target audience for the campaign that you have in hand. Great, man. Great. Um, so ma'am, you have been in this leadership industry, you are in the digital marketing space. So what would be your advices to, to people who are aspiring to be leaders and uh, also to people who want to explore the digital marketing space? Yeah, so, you know, people in digital marketing, obviously, uh, you know, uh, you have to be like, full-fledged digital, right? In the sense that uh, you need to really uh, evolve your marketing strategies from the traditional methods to, you know, the more advanced methods in terms of uh, programmatic uh, media buying and so on, right? Uh, I think 
changing with the times, uh, learning how the entire data space works. Uh, you know, when I say data space works, okay, you know, what is a data marketplace? Uh, how does a DSP work? What are you know the different DSPs out there? How can I really get benefit? Uh, you know, better benefit on my uh, ad spend. What are the success metrics that I'm looking for in my campaign, right? Uh, those become like really, really key. So understanding your target audience. So as a digital marketer, if you are, you know, uh, looking at, okay, this is the audience that I want to target. Should I really purely go by demographics? I think we've crossed that stage where demographic-based targeting Continue, will continue to work. It will work in some cases, right? Like for example, uh, you know, we re recently worked with a huge international bank on a campaign of theirs, and they wanted to target, you know, affluent people uh, who would subscribe to their wealth management product. Right now, a demographic, you know, uh, targeting will typically look for. Oh, okay, affluence means households with an income of X uh, rupees, right? An annual income of X rupees and plus. Okay? We don't go that route. So we are not at all into demographics. We rather look at how can we identify people having a high affinity towards wealth management products, be it through you know, their engagement with different wealth management products of other banks, okay? So who are the competitors that, you know, know this campaign could target uh, the competitor audiences to get them to switch over to this offering right similarly you know are there any uh, wealth management and um, you know like websites right like money control and so on where uh, you know we can understand that these people uh, in terms of you know their affinity have a high affinity towards certain uh, you know uh, financial websites uh, who are the people who dabble in a lot of financial investments, right? Who are the ones who look for portfolio management? See, obviously, if you have a you know, huge uh, income and a large portfolio, that's where you look for a portfolio manager, right? So these are the different proxies or entities that we use to assess an affluent audience. Mm -hmm. And through this campaign, actually, you know, the brand came back to us and said, they had got better results from you know uh, our uh, audience that we provision for them than the usual demographic approach that they have used in the past. So you can see how, as a digital marketer, you really need to know the nuances of programmatic. Uh, though, of course, in the US and in the U in Europe. Uh, programmatic is far far better in evolved than in uh, you know the APAC region. But even in APAC, you'll see countries like Australia, and New Zealand, pretty advanced in terms of uh, programmatic uh, understanding. Similarly, Japan, China, India, you know, moving a lot towards programmatic. Singapore, Malaysia. So everyone is looking really for you know the right way target people, be it on social, be it on connected TV, you know, on mobile apps, and how can they really do it really uh, very effectively. So I think a budding digital marketer needs to 
you know, advance with the times, uh, need to look at innovative ways of uh, targeting the right audience, uh, look at options for what kind of data is available in the market, right? Especially uh, with, you know, Google uh, saying that they're going to move away from uh, the cookies, uh, on, you know, access to cookies to everyone, right? Then what are the innovations that uh, marketers can do to still take advantage of uh, targeting the right people in a cookie-less landscape as well? So that's, I think, what the digital marketers of today need to focus on. True. And uh, some, some advices for aspiring leaders who want to understand how to become a good leader like you and want to have a great career like you. Uh, okay. So, yeah, I, you know what, uh, I think, like I said, you evolve into being a good leader. You take the right opportunities. Okay. You never shy away from opportunities, even if it means taking risks. Okay. And I think all along, uh, I have taken risks with every career move that I've made. Right. Like I said, I joined Symphony and uh, I had never worked in the technology world. That was my first stint. And I joined them to actually grow the operations division. So I said, yeah, I mean, I may be a you know accountant or whatever, finance person uh, by education, but I'm sure I can you know learn whatever I need to to really manage uh, even uh, you know, uh, an environment where technology is predominant, right? So how do you blend with that? Similarly, uh, you know, like I said, taking up the right opportunities, taking risks, uh, of course, the right ones, right? It's not like, okay, you know what, I quit my job and then say, okay, I'm taking the risk of quitting the job and then you know, I'll find something which uh, I want to do. Following your passions, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I think early on in your career itself, you really know what is it that you really want to do, right? Uh, and uh, I did, I feel I'm a real, a good people person. So if you want to be a good leader, you have to be a very good people person, right? You have to engage with your team constantly, uh, give them the right uh, directions, help them improve their career. So how do you, you know, focus? A leader is focused on their team's career development. And when that happens, you automatically do better because, you know, your team does well, you also, uh, you know, that glory reflects on you as well. Right? True. So I think yeah, that would be my advice. You know, choose the right opportunities, constantly upskill yourself, constantly learn, right? Uh, there's really no age uh, to, you know, start or stop learning. You, True. When you evolve yourself constantly and you are moving with the changing times, you will do well. Right. So, True. yeah, that would be my advice, uh, really. Uh, I think I'm still learning, right? Uh, like I said, uh, this domain is something new to me as well. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, experiencing a lot of the things that, you know, life has to offer you. Uh, looking at things in the right perspective uh, is very important 
for you to also motivate your team to do well true 100% 100% so um coming coming to the end of this uh, this uh, mind blowing podcast um uh, i would like to know your uh, your feedback or your suggestions on uh, on on this whole conversation see actually uh, jay when i first uh, you know um, saw an earlier pod- podcast of yours which you had done uh, i think with my friend who's an entrepreneur uh, i was really uh, you know impressed with the way that you know the the willingness that you have to kind of you know do something which is obviously you know quite something outside your comfort zone right Now you are studying. You are also doing some work on your own, and at the same time, devoting time for something like this, you know, to help people out there in the world is really amazing. When I first spoke to you uh, again, uh, you know, uh, I remember uh, I told my son he's probably the same age, age as you, right? I mean, he is a CA and he works uh, currently. with a startup right so i told him that you know it's really amazing the youngsters of today you know what diverse things they want to do and i was telling him about you as to how at this young age you are really uh, you know running these shows the jet hacker show uh, and uh, talking to so many people you know whatever learnings you're getting you're willing to share it with everyone right and sharing knowledge always helps to grow your knowledge so that's my feedback i think you're doing an amazing job and uh, you're not restricting yourself to just you know one topic or you know one thing you're talking to you know diverse uh, professionals across uh, different fields right so i think it's a great job you're doing uh, i really must uh, applaud the commitment you have right and the motivation you have to keep this uh, uh, initiative forward it's not uh, again you know doing shows public speaking is a skill that is developed over time and you're doing a great job jay i'm proud of so you much. thank you so much it's it's really an honor to to get this uh, good wishes from from a uh, like from the person whom we generally aspire to become like so thank you so much ma'am thank you so much it's really been pleasure and an honor to to have you on the show ma'am uh, so thank you so much for coming on the show thank you so much for sharing your knowledge on digital marketing and knowledge on leadership so that people from both the field people who are aspiring to become a leader in general to people who actually want to learn and understand the digital marketing field uh all of them uh, gets uh, gets a lot of insights and learning from you thank you so much jay for taking the time it was an absolute pleasure being on the show and uh, i will stay in touch and uh, sure. we we'll catch up soon thank you so much again sure ma'am thank you so much thank good you good wishes so much. to you thank you so much ma'am thank you